Blog Talk Radio. Do you love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to BlazingRyeRadio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com Great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. So now you're in, and now you won't drag out. Good evening, Nine. Wednesday, June 18th, 2014. You're checking in the Blazing Ride backstage, and I'd like to welcome the Sade to my batter and wah, Miss Jonathan Weeks. Miss Jonathan, how are you? Good. How are you, man? Hey! 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 I have one question to ask you this entire yes. night. Oh boy. Yeah. Just just one. All right. And this is this is the question. I'm going to phrase it in the form of a question. It's going to begin with a capital letter and end with a question mark, and I would like an answer. Oh boy. Okay. All right. I'm I'm a little nervous now. You got me nervous here. Uh, you know. <laughs> I've never been asked the question before. <laughs> Here is the question. Oh, what the hell have I gotten myself into? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about that today. I was wondering if I would ever hear your voice again. After this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just for, you know, at least we have these tapes and I can listen to them again and again. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 will be, I will write a will tonight and bequeath the tapes to you. Bequeath Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I will make sure that your legacy lives on. 
<laughs> Listen, this shit ain't funny. I'm about to fly tomorrow, asshole. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How long is that flight tomorrow? Uh, it's at 8.50 a.m., and Andrew Manger is picking me up, and he kept saying, uh, yeah, maybe I'll be there. But I'll be there. <laughs> and, I, and from that, I heard he meant 5.30. And he kept saying 5.30, but he was very hesitant about it. So I said, you're being very hesitant about this. Should I be ready earlier? And he said, yeah, I was thinking maybe about 5.15 if the traffic is low, man. So now um, I got to be ready at the ass crack of break down tomorrow. <laughs> Waiting for Andrew, Andrew. And, like, that already is not a good start to a vacation. No, no, I'm sorry. I I kind of feel, I'm not going, but I feel some of your stress already. That is, it's just a bad time to get up and go on a plane for so many hours. It's just a bad <laughs> you know idea. And then you got Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's reminding? You know what imagining him picking me up here at 5 a.m.? It's remind. You know what it's reminding me of, right? I know exactly what it reminds you of. It reminds you of the uh, cab that we had to take to the train station to get the train to get to the airport for Jesus' damn wedding. You, you, you would think that we would have learned our lesson from going there that we, you know, that you're not supposed to take a cab to a train, and yet we did it again to get to the Marta on the way back. We were on time, and they still canceled our flight. Do you remember that? That was ridiculous. Yeah, and, I, and we, get, we get to Atlanta, and we're uh, in the uh, – the ho- I remember being in the hotel room, sweating like crazy, rushing around, <laughs> trying to get ready to go to the photo shoot for Groomsman, and it's like an hour before the wedding, and then, and then Jesus walks in like all willy-nilly. Yes, and it was terrible. We we had literally five minutes to get over there. It was ridiculous. I had to change it to my cream-colored shirt. Remember that? Uh, yeah, the the ivory white shirts. And I told you that nobody was wearing And I knew that all the groomsmen were just wearing regular white shirts. We shouldn't have wasted our money on those. Man, I think you'll have a good time on this trip, though. I think it'll be much better. I wish I could have been there, really. It's going to be life-changing, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's a good point. How could it be any worse? <laughs> uh, Julian's already over there, right? Some of those guys are already there. Yeah, Julian, I, I mean, you would think it's Julian's bachelor party. He got there, it seemed like he got there first. And, I know. Uh, what's, going, what's going on? I don't know. And now uh, John is there today. So let me tell you, let me just read you. i got to put my reading glasses on for this so I can see the conversation. Um, Don, I asked him because there's no tennis courts where we're staying, and I I asked him, how are we going to exercise? Are you going to run? He said, no exercise. We do clubs, zip lining, walking in town, maybe caving walking, maybe beach, we got pool but dirty. It's not green, but we got to use pool net to clean out insects and leaves and stuff. We go in zip lining tomorrow. How you feel about that? 
And I said, <laughs> I said, I don't know what that is. And he said, it's like rappelling but going horizontal. I said, ah, well, then we will play it by ER then. Ear, hopefully not ER. And he said, lol, it's at three. And I said, well, we'll see looking forward, though. Now, I can tell he's already laying the groundwork for nobody to be there when Andrew and I arrive at the house. Right, right. You guys, Yeah, what are you guys going to do? How are you guys going to get over there? Well, I read on the website for this place, which looks beautiful on the website. I'm a little disappointed that John's not, like, ecstatic about it and that the pool's not clean. Um, but uh, I, on the website it said uh, that somebody complained saying it took them four hours <laughs> to, get, to get there by following the directions. So, and then, like, the owner commented saying, admittedly, it's hard to find, but if you follow these step-by-step directions, you'll find it. Now, knowing... My horrible sense of direction and Andrew's horrible sense of things. <laughs> this does not bode well. This might actually work well, actually. You know, you might. Not the entire trip, but most of it, I think. How? How will it work well? You might miss most of it, I think. You'll, you'll, you won't no. get there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, boy, boy, what if they, I think maybe the best thing that could have happened that day flying out of South Carolina was, uh, if all flights were canceled, you know? I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys got to have a good flight. It's going to be fun. It's, you guys, uh, so you go there tomorrow and then you come back, uh, Monday? Yeah, Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be over in, uh, quick, quick wink of an eye. Uh, be careful about that zip lining, man. You don't want to go zip lining into into the crowd. You know, you got to be careful there. What 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 the hell is zip lining? I feel like people get injured doing this. Well, I mean, it's they're gonna put you in a really uncomfortable harness. Not that I've ever done it before. I've just seen it, and then you just like, you know, you're way up above, you're pretty high above the ground, and you just go down this line. It's like you know. You know, like tree houses, they have a little line that sometimes you, you go down and it's kind of like that. But it's uh, really long. <laughs> for, for for our listener who doesn't know, uh, hi, Richard. Um, John <laughs> Murphy is the friend about whom we're speaking, and he is getting married to a woman named Walida in July. And Weeks and I have had... Horrible experiences, I say that multiply because even though it was one wedding, it was compounded by the trauma <laughs> we've endured. Um, we, we've had, you know, some very bad wedding and bachelor party experiences. So we've agreed that we are so sick of these uh, destination weekend-long bachelor parties, and uh, it, it would be best to stop them. Now, John, I've known longer than almost anyone ever. And I figure, you know, well, I should be there for him, so I'm going on this thing. And I am looking forward to aspects of it. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if I need to give myself a tranquilizer to get through part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
I did, it'll be fun because there's a big there's, there's a lot of people going, right? Scotty's going, Scotty Spezio, uh, Mindrew. Uh, you know, you got some good company, Jay. Uh, uh-huh. Julian, John, Julian, Johnny. Uh-huh. And what about Tom? Oh, and then the other dude, your boy, right? Tom, Tommy boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked. Uh, uh, somebody, oh, Andrew Meinzer said that when they were in uh, Myrtle Beach, uh, they, like, separated by groups. I thought you were on that trip. You were not on that trip? No, I was not on that trip. No. So you never went on a main trip, man? No, I never went on that trip. I wanted to, but no. Oh, okay. So, the, you know, he said that what happened was people wanted to do separate things, so they split up into groups. I think that's a little odd. Uh, it is. Um, but he he said that that's going to happen again probably. So I suggested, can I be in the one that excludes Tom? <laughs> Wise choice. I feel like if you spend more than 15 minutes with Tom, you are going to go to jail. It's, just, uh, <laughs> it's going to happen. He is he's in our case, and I feel like if any alcohol is involved, he's a danger to all society. <laughs> alcohol. I feel like sober. He's just as. Oh yeah, sober. Yeah, even sober. Yes, he's he's crazy. Don't. I would suggest do not go clubbing with him. There's bound to be a fight. I think. Yeah. What did John mean? He said no exercise, and then he says all these things that do involve exercise, but he also <laughs> said clubbing. What the hell does that? Does he mean like dance clubs? Because that sounds miserable. I think it does. Yeah, I think it's dance yeah. club grinding and going nuts and all that loud music. I'm too old for that. I know. Well, you know, it's Julian's influence, man. He forever wants to do these stupid clubby, party, VIP <laughs> bullshit. A lot of, you know, he wants to go hang out with these guys who stand behind the table and move their hands around on record. Um, and, uh, the thing is, like, what is the point? You know, I mean, it's like everybody is either gay or has a uh, a girlfriend, and right. you know, what's you know, it's what's the point? It's I feel like it's just asking for trouble. No, I agree. Yeah, I I think the trip will be really fun. I think the clubbing is not gonna not gonna be great, but. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm not a clubber guy. I, I went to one club, I think was 17 years old in high school, and it was just uh, a disturbing experience, to say the least. It's like, a lot of girls are they're hot there, but the hot girls never want to dance with my friends and I, so it's always like, they're not so hot girls. So it was not really a pleasurable experience. It's, it's the hot girls didn't want to dance with my friends and me. You wouldn't say the hot girls didn't want to dance with I. That's true. That's true. That's true. And, and I can't dance either, so I just looked terrible. I, I I was really out of place. It was like the most out of place I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> I, I would pay. I would pay good money to see that. <laughs> it was embarrassing to say the least. But no, you have your time. I think the zip lining will be very fun. I think your walk around the town will be fun. Just stay away from Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom is a ducky. Well, you know when Jay said that, you know, well, the 
the, the fridge will be packed with food, and we're not going to go out much. We're probably just going to hang around the, at the house a lot. And I said, what's the point of even going to Puerto Rico then? <laughs> and he had no – he just laughed and called me a dick, but he had no explanation. <laughs> yeah, you have a very valid concern. I mean, you know, seriously, you can hang out and, and put food in a fridge at home in New Haven. You know, you don't have to do that in, in another – Oh, it, it, there you don't have to do that overseas, bro. Oh my goodness! How are we gonna get food in our fridge? We must. We have to travel to Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's too Everything difficult to put food expensive. in the fridge in the Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't know. This is a very, uh, I don't know. I this is a tough group to coordinate with. I think everybody's got their own opinions, you know, with the exception of one or two, you know, quieter ones. This is more. This is gonna be tough. I mean, I mean, how is how are you gonna split it up? You're gonna to have to split it up in, into one or two groups, I think, because uh, it's it, everybody's very opinionated. They want to do their own thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, now they're saying it's a rental car thing too, man. He kept being like, "Man, I don't know if we should rent a car. John thinks maybe we rent a car. Maybe we don't rent a car. I don't know." And I, until he finally said today, so John said we should rent a car. We split the rental car, and I realized, oh. He, he's talking money here. Well, he should have just said that in the first place. <laughs> you know? Right. right. He should, yeah, he should have. Yeah. Oh, man. And, and if you book it online, it's probably cheaper than going over there again. Oh, God. Yeah, well, what were we going to do? Go on a hot wire, wind up in the golden nugget, sitting, having <laughs> breakfast for 40 minutes? <laughs> No, but you no. Know, one thing I have to say is you're very fun to go on a trip with. You know, it, 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 you're fun you know, regardless, but it'll be fun because of you, I think. You know, and uh, you guys will have a good time, I'm sure. Re- really, because I feel like I would be the old curmudgeon, the old sober curmudgeon. No, but yeah, you no, but you you have characteristics like that. But I like that too, so I I enjoy that. I think it's very funny, and uh, you know, you're kind of like the rational, logical head there, and that's absolutely necessary with. You know, it's almost the the complete opposite of Tom. I mean, it's just like uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what, though. On a bachelor party, the irrational and immature always wins out. But I feel like this is not the totally get drugs, get moods, get crazy crowd. Unless, as I said before, one or two people kind of control this. You know, like Julian. (laughs) What? Julian's not... Well, yeah, Julian will control things, but but they won't, you know, it, it'll be in a in a negative way. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out because then you got Scotty, who's a little bit quieter, and Andrew's quieter, I think. And, you know, it's just uh, uh, <laughs> hang back a little bit. Here's another issue. I am just, I am really, I really wish that there was a drug specifically for my hatred of chewing sounds because none of these kids chew with their mouths closed and I'm going to have to be around that for five days. And I feel like I'm going to maybe have a nervous breakdown from misophonia. uh, I think that's going to be an issue. I think you will have a mental breakdown because you're, you're going to be in close quarters with these guys constantly and eating with them a lot. So, I mean, uh, the, the mouth chewing is just not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Maybe you should encourage more drinking versus eating. 
<laughs> no, because you know what I find is that all the ones <clears throat> who uh, who chew with their mouths open also slurp their drinks. So it's just as bad. That's true. That's just, I think it's even worse. Slurping is very annoying, I think. It's just, oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so the um, zip lining will be fun. The zip lining will be good. That will be really fun. I think I've really uh, – I, I, I intended to work out some issues with you tonight, and I think I've just worked myself up into a tizzy, and now my shoulders are sky high. Oh, boy. And who knows? You might run into some famous people there. Ricky Martin's in Puerto Rico, right? He's there right now? I think so, yeah. Probably at the World Cup. <laughs> he might. You're right, actually, yeah. That's true. I didn't I think of think that. that's there. Puerto Rico! All right, all right. I'm going to read Tom Fogarty's Facebook status from earlier in the voice of your choice, my friend, the voice of your choice. The voice of my choice. Oh, this is tough. This is tough here. Uh, oh, my. How about Denzel Washington's character in Training Day, Alonzo? <laughs> <laughs> Sherry. 
Do not <laughs> soak pecans. Just in general, don't soak pecans. I find when you soak pecans in general, they don't come out right. They don't taste right. They're all soggy. You don't want no soggy. When ready to bake, add two quarts shelled pecans to fruit, beat eggs, and add to fruit and pecans. Mix flour, sugar, baking powder, and salt, and slowly add the eggs, okay? Comma, fruit plus nut mixture. Be sure all is blending in fruit and nuts covered in oil. Grease four deep, four deep pans and line with brown sugar. Pour a mixture in small pans and put all in a larger pan with water. This helps the water. This helps to steam the cake a bit. Do not refill water once it has porated. Once the water has ever porated, do not refill it. Cook the cook. Cook at 250 for two hours or more. Love, okay, love, okay, love, okay, love the leeway, okay, love it. Love the leeway, okay, love the leeway, love, love. Love the leeway. Okay, 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 did you say thank you or bless you? Bless you, Joe Pesci. Yes, that was amazing. You know, I, I think I went more into that lady from Shining Time Station than Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you went right into it, that was amazing. I like that. You like just turned that Joe Pesci on, and I like the uh, you know the the man, the man, the kind of like that, and uh, I like the word water. You said water, right? I don't know. I can't do it, but you did it right, very well. Yeah, good job. I. Uh, thank you. I actually got that from C. Marsh, who gets it from Bill Burr, this uh, comedian that everyone seems to love that I can't get into. Do you know him, the Bill Burr? Oh, Bill Burr! My brother loves Bill Burr. It's like, uh, it's like, it's kind of, you know, I don't, not, not downplay him, but it's, it's like working class kind of humor to me. Yeah, yeah I, I, he's okay. His stuff is not, it doesn't stick with you, you know? He's no George Carlin. No, he's no George. Oh, yeah, definitely not George. He's no George Collins, no Robin Williams, no Chris Rock, no Dave Chappelle, nothing like that. You know who I heard? Uh, Norm Macdonald. Uh, his podcast is finally back. By the way, did I tell you that? No, you didn't tell me it's back. Yeah, it's been like a year, and it's finally back. Um, Norm was talking to Fred Willard, and he said his favorite. He was like. Yeah, you know, my Bob Hope is my favorite comedian. Yeah, everyone says Carlin or Pryor, but uh, I love Bob Hope. And he was talking about how Bob Hope had just like terrible jokes, but that he just like he was the only person who could deliver them the way he did, or something. Um, you know, <laughs> but that they were terrible, and yet he's his favorite comedian. You know, I had there's something about that that the, the actors uh, either personality or, or how they look in certain situations. 
And that's why, I, again, we could, I keep coming back to, I like Martin Short. I don't think he's, his jokes are that great. I think he's just yeah. hilarious. He plays characters very well, and his, he's just kind of dorky and, and funny. Oh, he's he's wonderful. He's uh, did you see when he hosted the season? Was it the season finale of SNL like two or three years ago? No, I did not see that. Oh, I should see it. Was it the, maybe it was the Christmas show? Maybe the Christmas show, but it was amazing. And and you know, of course, for Marty, they all come back. I think even Chevy Chase came back, and and everyone hates him. <laughs> yeah, everybody says Chevy Chase has got the worst uh, uh, reputation for a comedian I think ever. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, uh, you know, apparently the guy can't work with anyone. You know, there's that book about it covers his SNL years saying how much of a diva he was. And then uh, there's the uh, the whole community feud with the the guy who created it and I think writes it, Dan Harmon. And it got so bad that Dan Harmon left for a season while Chevy was there. And then Chevy left and Dan Harmon came back. And, uh, you know, this has uh, been part of Chevy Chase's career for like 40 years. You wouldn't think so based on how funny he is. He seems like he'd be a nice guy. Yeah, he always plays in the National Lampoon's movies. He's always like this nice dad, this kind of, you know, unassuming kind of, you know, I would never have guessed that. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of uh, SNL alumni who have, well, he's always been crazy, but <laughs> there's one in particular who's, Who's turned crazy? Oh, who's that? <laughs> Your boy Dennis Miller went on Seth Meyers, uh, <laughs> and uh, I figured, you know, th- that they would just avoid talking politics. Um, right. But Dennis Miller, he he brings it up. He's the one bringing it up so awkwardly too. It's like his whole thing now is. Yeah. That he's like, you know, a Bush-loving conservative, and right. uh, that, that's, that's his shtick now. And it's very antithetical to the kind of uh, heady humor that he would do before in, in my so um, uh, uh, tactless about it. You know, that there was no, like Seth Meyers kept trying to make the interview more about his SNL years and, and his comedy, but right. Miller kept on tactlessly uh, switching to switching the subject and putting Seth Meyers in a very awkward position because he right. kept trying to get away from that. Right. No, no. What do I you have, think I'm, about that? I've, well, I've seen him on Fox News and I've seen, you know, who really gave him rise back to him, I guess, is uh, Bill O'Reilly. He was always the kind of guest commentating. He still does that probably. And, uh, yeah, you they know, tore together. They tore together, those two. It's so weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, I think he's uh, kind of gone off the deep end, really. I don't think he's... Uh, I don't. I wouldn't even label him a comedian anymore. He's more of like a kind of political hack, and um, I don't find him. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not bashing him. I don't find him that funny. And uh, the, way, the way what you're saying is he always reverts back to politics. I think he's got some kind of message. Maybe he should have his own show on Fox News or something or, or something like that. But I don't. I don't yeah. consider him that funny. It's just like you know, saying the same thing over and over again. How many times can you bash the Clintons? How many times can you bash Obama? And, you know, not sound like you're reusing the same thing over and over again. It's just getting kind of old. He's been doing this the last five-plus years. It's just too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe. It's time, babe, for the Hot Mess Awards. Back. Oh, who's a mess? Come and get you. Oh. 
Chicago. It seems that a strip club named Club Allure has opened next door to them, and they are now suing the strip club, the community, and anybody else that they can get to pay any attention to them, claiming that there's a 1,000-foot buffer between adult entertainment and facilities of worship that is not being seen to. And it seems that the sisters are taking real issue with not just the public violence and drunkenness and litter, but the fact that some of the litter is contraceptive packages and actually used condoms. Our sister's (laughs) sacred space has been invaded, says Sister Naomi. And I say, invading a sister's sacred space, isn't it about time? (laughs) You going to take that to the grave with you? Tarantino from the old Jersey show. You read about this jerk off this week? No. (laughs) Seems he got into a fight with his brother, one of the co-owners of the family tanning salon that they now have in Middleton, New Jersey, and he was whisked away in handcuffs. But I bet he looked really good and orange in his mugshot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he probably couldn't. Imagine if he was in front of an orange wall and smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and is he still in jail or not? Nah, he got out because they got money. No, I'm sure he got out quickly. I mean, it was just a family thing, but yeah, poor old Mike. Yeah. <laughs> situation. Yeah, that's that's a typical. Typical situation in these typical times. And who's your final hot mess? My final hot mess has got to be Adina Menzel, or as we now lovingly know her, Adele Dazim. Apparently, <laughs> 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 she was performing uh-huh. her up Radio City Music Hall show the other night on the 16th. And suddenly she was alerted to the fact by the audience, mind you, that she was having a major wardrobe malfunction as one of her tig old biddies was popping out of the black bra that she had on as a top. One of her, uh, you know, like backstage people, maybe her dresser, came flying out, tucked that tig old biddy back up in there, and she was just dancing and talking away and going, you know, well, these divas need their own stage, and then finally she said, fuck it, at least they're real. <laughs> and continue uh, with the song. So that's a hot mess on, on both levels. <laughs> Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazim. Unbelievable. Wickedly. She was on uh, and her titties. She was on Letterman. And uh, they talked about, you know, like the Frozen movie and everything. And then Dave goes, so do we talk about this? And she said, why not? Let's talk about it. And uh, she said that uh, Dave was like, could you even hear it? And she goes, yes, I heard it. I heard him call me 
that name. And he said, uh, well, what was going through your head? And she said, well, uh, at first I was like, oh, my God, he botched my name. But then I, like, took a deep breath and calmed myself down, like, don't be an idiot. And then it wound up being uh, the greatest thing that ever happened to me because then she got all this attention. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. There's, there's no publicist in hell could have ever done that for her. Wow. <laughs> she, should have, she should have thanked John Travolta. Yeah. Hell to Zim. She should yeah. thank Scientology. That's right. Oops. <laughs> or the alien. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we will be right back with the jackal. In the meantime, uh, we we got to pay some bills. Uh, Weeks, you, you ready to pay some bills, man? I'm ready right oh, now. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Hey, looking for the right deals to spice up your love life? Well, look no further than BlazingRyeRadio.com. Click on the banners for AdamEveToys.com. Once you're there, you'll find vibrators, dildos, women's sex toys, men's sex toys, male masturbators, anal sex toys, kinky bondage, strap-ons, and a few of these featured products at the moment. You got Adam's Extension, a pleasure enhancer, A&E Vibrating Silver Bullet 2.0, and the Adam and Eve Ball Buzzer Penis Ring. Just go to blazingryeradio.com, click on the banners for Adam Eve Toys, and you'll find a good head kit for him, Oral Sex Essentials Kit, Adam and Eve Deep Throat Gel, and Passion Packs for Couples. Trust me, you and your partner will be getting busy in no time. BlazingRyeRadio.com You guys, we have something to please. get you, please. You'll go off on? We have five knees if you don't, please. Please. I just keep picturing some kid going to one of those, you know, machines that you put a quarter in and you turn the crank and you hope to get a little, like, ring, you know, in the little plastic bubble, and out comes yeah. a... And out comes a ball buzzer penis ring. Wait, can you do your little boy again? Huh? Can you can you do your little boy voice again? Who me? Yeah. Mommy, what's this ring for? <laughs> <laughs> I want a ball. I want a ball buzzer ring like Daddy's got. Oh. <laughs> or what about ball buzzer ring like Mommy's got? You know, <laughs> one of those ladies. Now, now, that can't be right. <laughs> you, hey, uh, hey, uh, 
Embiid won't attend a Redskins game until the team changes its name. He also won't grow a fucking backbone until he leaves the Senate. <laughs> a Gallup poll released Monday shows just 16% of Americans currently approve of Congress, marking an all-time low. Interesting, as Congress's cholesterol is at an all-time high. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Logan made her first appearance on CBS News on Sunday since her return to the network after a lengthy suspicion, suspension for botching a Benghazi story on 60 Minutes. Big whoop. She was wrong once. Sean Hannity is wrong every fucking day, and he's still got a job. <laughs> yeah, you ain't never lied, Fire. Sun <laughs> Mobile insists it has a policy protecting LGBT workers against discrimination. It has no policy, however, for protecting the ocean against contamination. <laughs> <laughs> True. Juban Santo, that right. <laughs> la, 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 la. La, 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 Miss USA, Nina Sanchez, revealed this week that someone once told her she should go by a stage name instead of her real last name. She thought that this person was being racist, but it's just that he thought her last name was actually Dirty Sanchez. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. And what was her talent? What was their talent? Tossing salads? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good at it. <laughs> uh, a Central Florida woman named Nicole Ann Reed, 30, is accused of stealing 11 lobster tails from a public supermarket by sticking them in her pants. <laughs> Damn. Dina, talk about a snapper. <laughs> 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 I'd be worried that like the the lobster tail would grow back into a lobster and grow claws and attack my javina. <laughs> I don't know. Did she have any drawn butter in her drawers too? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's how I like my lobster. <laughs> that's how I like my lobster. <laughs> the headless body of it. The headless body of an 88-year-old Georgia man, Russell Derman, was found by his friends in his garage, and his 87-year-old wife, Shirley, was found dead. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. The headless body of 88-year-old Georgia man, Russell Derman, was found by friends in his garage, and his 87-year-old wife, Shirley, was found dead a few weeks later, floating in a lake. Neighbors have no idea who could have done this, but most believe this person was probably a real jerk. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Authorities in Southern California say a 69-year-old man who was trying to prevent his daughter from driving drunk was actually run over and killed by his daughter when he was trying to stop her from driving. Sixty nine. Oh, that's that's car related to believe. 
<laughs> Mark Anthony Richardson Jr., this freak, wore diapers and faked being autistic to get women to babysit him. He was sentenced to three years in prison in July 2011 for grossing an 18-year-old daughter of one of the conned nannies. Wait, you mean this guy got the shit in his pants and groped young ladies? Where do I sign up? <laughs> Live in the dream. Live in the dream. <laughs> a reclusive woman believed to be a hoarder was found dead in her basement after the first floor of her Connecticut home class. <laughs> According to the Picking Daily Times, 
and I was worried about going to my high school reunion. Damn, Gina. <laughs> <laughs>
home to something that's going to go out of business tomorrow and then it'll replace with something else. I don't know. Anyway, um, what the fuck? Why is my TV is playing? Oh, shit. I mean, What's my, that? I, that was, uh, I was, I had the, my site up on uh, Travoltify Your Name uh, and, and just the video started playing. The only reason I had it up is because I wanted to do Tom Fogarty's name, but then I looked it up and I realized it's is Todd Fergusson, and that's not funny. <laughs> it is kind of. It's ridiculous. No, not really. Anyway, so Tommy K's, so it's a video store. It was a video store. Um, it's gone out of business, as have it, as everything else. Um, so I, uh, there used to be a guy, uh, he was one of those guys, like, eh, you know, those, uh, uh, one of those guys, uh, yeah, yeah, I know those guys. Uh, oh. Like not like he's not like, uh, but he's like, uh, like kind of like, uh, toward, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, like it's all in the larynx with this guy. Uh, uh, he, he used to be uh, the mayor's the mayor De Stefano's press guy. Uh, his name was Jim. Okay, and then okay, he got re- I think he got replaced by uh, Rob Smuts. So just picture the old Rob Smuts. He's not Rob Smuts, but he's the guy, his predecessor. And uh, and his name was Jim, and he used to work for the city of New Haven, and he had that, you know, that nice office in the corner of the thing at City Hall, and he was, you know, the mayor's press guy and whatnot. And, uh, and then, like, the next summer he disappeared from City Hall, and then Rob Smuts Whoa. was there. Yeah, Rob Smuts is this guy from, uh, from Yale. You know, and he's one of those guys. He's definitely one of those guys. Like, hmm, you know those hmm, guys? Oh, yeah. What are the, hmm, yeah, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Those guys, oh. Yeah. No, well, not, uh, hmm. Hmm, hmm. Yeah. Well, like, hmm, ah. 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 Hmm, uh, so so then a year passed, Rob Smuts was there, Jim wasn't there. The following year, I walk into Tommy K's. This must be when the video industry was dwindling. And who do I see working behind the counter but Jim, the mayor's old press secretary? Oh, my gosh. And wow. I, and, I, and I made the idiotic uh, uh, question. I was like, hey, Jim, how are you? Are you still at the city? <laughs> and he like very defeatedly was like, no, no, and uh, that that's that's the whole thing there. But uh, eh, oh. I was gonna say I miss Tommy K's, but I I you know that it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know I miss the nostalgia of Tommy K's. I mean I, yeah. Uh, he still has that Tommy's tanning, and you know I don't know who does that stuff. And then, uh, you know, I I think he's still a millionaire or whatnot. And he's I don't know what he did with those tapes though. What in the world did he do with those tapes? They all collapsed on that. They collapsed on that lady in Cheshire. I think that's what. Yeah, you're right. I think she he probably put them in the first you know second floor of that that house, and they collapsed on the lady. He's, he's got a serious lawsuit on her hands. <laughs> Oh, but she's dead. That's true. That's true. That's just, rest in peace, Grandma. That puts a uh, what is it? A, a kink in her armor? What is it? 
<laughs> yeah, it's a cake. <laughs> there was this guy at the old office who uh, would say, like, would ignorantly say rather inappropriate things, and uh, and so he was talking about that phrase with B Marsh, and then at some point uh, he was talking about having gone to. Oh, he was actually explaining that phrase, and then what he does is he goes. Well, you know what it was? It was all, all about the Asian eyes. And he brings <laughs> his hands to his face, emulating the eyes of what he must think is an Asian person. Oh, meanwhile, oh my God. Meanwhile, our oh supervisor was sitting right behind him, and he, like, was in tears, laughing so hard at his inappropriate comments. And it was like he knew it was coming because he was immediately crying over it. It was like he predicted that this guy was going to say something awful, and he did, and the guy was automatically, like, cracking up and crying. It was was nuts. (laughs) It's funny to hear someone being so out of line. Because you know you don't you don't you don't see or experience that as much anymore today. I don't think, and uh, to see it nowadays, this person must be totally out of it to do something like. What's the uh, what's the most out of line thing you've heard in the workplace in recent years? Um. Uh, <laughs> uh, not much. I haven't heard any kind of like anything on the borderline of racism. Not even like you know. People are just pretty smart about it. They don't say anything, and uh, you know, I, 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 well, I was mistaken for the brother of the Rock once. You know, one guy came up to me and said, "One guy came up to me and he didn't know me at all, and he said, uh, are you, uh, are you uh, Hawaiian or, uh, or at least Samoan? You got, you know, you got those big, wide shoulders. You got that kind of uh, amber skin color. You, do you know the Rock?" I was kind of stunned. I didn't know what to say. Actually, I was kind of like, uh, you know, I was kind of flattered by it. You know, The Rock's a big guy, you know. And, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah The Rock uh, went to my high school. And he was like, oh, Did very he? cool, very no, he cool. He didn't? Well, he went, to, he went to Hamden Middle School, I think, for like a year. And then he oh, got really? out of there. Yeah, he went to the middle school, I think. The middle school or the high school. One year, though, he was there. So you actually claim to be related to The Rock? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I just said, oh, yeah, you, know, you went to my high school. I'm not Samoan, though, at all. And, and then he started guessing my ethnicities, and it got really awkward. Is this oh, a co-worker? Yes, this was a co-worker. Even better was at uh, nerd camp in, uh, in, at Johns Hopkins University. I remember three or four kids wanted to beat me up. As, yeah, it was like a nerd camp during the summer, you know, uh, you know, nerds pretty much. And I remember like three or four, three or four Asian dudes, Asian dudes, uh, confronted me outside of my dorm, and they started like yelling at me in different racist, you know, slurs. They're like, and they started off with, you know, I think they were Korean. They started off with Chinese. They said the typical C word, and um, I, was, I was like, in, you know, no, they didn't. They didn't start off with Chinese. They ended at Chinese, but. It took them about ten different ethnic slurs to get to what I actually was, and uh, so they went through Indian. They told they called me an Eskimo. 
I was like, that's offensive. They don't call them basketball anymore. They're Inuits. And it, it was quite humorous, actually. And, and it ended off with, with all of us laughing, even though this, it could have been terribly racist and kind of a beatdown. But, you know, it was quite, quite humorous. <laughs> wait, so they, wait, they ended up just laughing and walking away or what? Yeah, because they couldn't get it. I was like, no, wrong. I was like, and then they went to Indians and they said something like that. And then they went to Mexican and said something. And then they went to Spanish. And then they finally got to Chinese. I was like, yeah, I'm Chinese. And I think one of them was half Chinese, half Korean, so they really couldn't beat me up at that point. <laughs> but they didn't. No, they gave up. They gave up. <laughs> no, they did something else. They, like, put a note underneath my door, like, we're going to uh, meet us in the, the bathroom at midnight. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out then. Or I don't know what it was. This is how I'm did you meet them? They don't... What? Did you go to the bathroom at midnight? <laughs> well, I, I was an idiot, and I was strong-headed at the time. I did. I went at midnight. Nobody was yeah. there. There was this kid sleepwalking. He went into the shower, and he turned the shower on himself. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so you're going in to potentially get your ass beaten up. Yeah. And then, and then you see a kid sleepwalk and shower? Yeah, some kid walks by, he sleeps walking through the hallways, I call him, and I'm like, you know, Samir, come on, wake up, what's going on? And he just goes into the shower, he turns on the shower, and, uh, you know, he's in the shower, then he comes back out, and he walks back to his room. I threw a paper towel at him to wake him up, but he didn't wake up. <laughs> now, these, uh, th- these, these kids who wanted to beat you up, were they the... Uh... Laotian kings or whatever you call it. <laughs> no, they were like a bit mixture of Koreans. I think there was like a Cambodian there. It was just the funny thing is, even in the nerd camp, there were gangs. Yeah, there were like the, these were fellow nerds, right? Yes, the nerds beating up on nerds. Have you ever heard of it? Nerd on nerd crime. Yes, yeah, nerd on nerd hate crime. This was ridiculous. They just couldn't figure me out, so I was an outsider. And uh, it just got really funny because, you know, they just couldn't figure out who the hell I was. It was, it was quite humorous. What did something call that group? The Not the Laotian Kings. It was something. What was it? Crazy crazy Laos people? What was the, the gang? Are you talking about the Westville Riots? <laughs> <laughs> no, something had some, some uh, term for, like, the Laotian gang in his neighborhood. It was like crazy Laotians or something. I forget what it was, but I think it rhymed. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, yes. Uh, yeah. You, you don't remember it I know what you're talking about, yes. I don't remember it now. Um, yeah. So I, I thought of a good nickname for you. How about this? Cosina Divina. <laughs> it's very funny to call me that. Well, I love that name, first of all, but uh, it's funny to call me Cosina. My friend. Josh calls me the co-signer. Yes, yes, you've told me that many times. That's where I got it from. Oh, okay, okay. All right, very, I like that name, co-signer vagina. It's Josh Two-Ton Featherman Rickshaw. You have a very good memory. Wow, yeah. Chris Featherman, too hot for TV. Josh, uh, <laughs> Wait, Josh who? Just putting it up in, insert it, and then just pull the cardboard out. Put it up in what? 
You said cervix. In your vagina? In the what? Yeah. In your vagina. Uh, uh, did, you, did you say in my in my butt? Your butt. Yeah, uh, you know, up the front of your butt. Just stick it in there. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to, to handle this situation, or you to just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? Yeah, just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. <laughs> it, it only goes in the javanus. You don't uh, put it in, in, in the white. Oh, I'm it. sorry. You, it goes up where? You you said a word that I didn't hear before. <laughs> the same. I'm not pronouncing it very well. The same word you said that. Instead of the penis, the other it goes up the butt. Vagina. Uh, <laughs> no, they put them up the vagina. They don't put them up their butt. It's just for oh the divina. from the the divina. Yeah, divina. Uh, yeah, it's to keep. It's just for like when you're on your period for ladies. Now what's happening? Mousy is dogging you these days. She's missing. She ran away. What's going on? She is. She ran away. She's been kidnapped by Martha Stewart as we talked, and uh, I haven't heard a word from her since. You know, she was working on a, a record. She had a single, uh, you know, and uh, I haven't even heard the single yet. But apparently, it's going to be the bomb once it comes out. I don't know when it comes out, but I'm like, why would Martha Stewart kidnap a dog? And she's a very public person. She's on TV every day. Can't they just arrest her flat out? Well, that's a really good question, actually. You know, um, Martha Stewart can pretty much do whatever she wants. She's, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, except for insider trading. But, yeah, um, I was going to say. <laughs> she did get locked up. <laughs> she did. was in the slammer. She did. And, uh, I think she just she thinks that Mousy is a genius and brilliant and has a lot of concepts, and she wants to use Mousy to uh, kind of work for her. You know, it's almost like indentured uh, servitude, and, and dogs don't have a lot of uh, labor, to, you know, rights. So employment rights. So this has really become an issue here, and and you know, I just got to get in contact with Mousy and see if she's okay. <laughs> Do you have her phone number still, or she lost? It? I don't. I tried calling them. The number doesn't work anymore. This is uh, this has become a real issue. I'm gonna to have to visit Martha Stewart in kind of Bunkport, Maine, or whatever. What's her ringtone? Uh, uh, Martha Stewart. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What's Martha Stewart, and then what's now? Fifty Cent uh, Hustler's Ambition. That's Martha. That's Martha Stewart, and Mousy's is uh, Turn Back Time by Cher. <laughs> is uh, Hustler's Ambition that's a newer Fifty song? No, that's uh, that's one of the uh, older ones. That's you know. Oh, okay. Uh, I think you did that for the, the video, the the movie that you made. Uh, oh. You know. Get get rich. Get or, rich or die trying. Try or try. Uh, try try to get poor or die rich. <laughs> yeah. Try living in poverty and getting shot nine times and surviving and. And uh, being really wealthy, I believe it was, it was a long title. It was very long. It was about try to get rich or die poor, or you can choose to be rich and poor, but die early, something like that. And then it, it was, was like really, it was really quite like, confusing. That's why I didn't do too well. No, no. But that was the first time that Bryce and I really hung out. That was like the first time that Paco and I. Uh, 
hung out with to go see Get Rich or Die Trying because he was like, because I had gone by myself on opening night mm-hmm. in Burbank, very depressing. And then I told, I was like with Bryce and Ignacio and Jason and them, and I said no one would go to me with me with the, to the 50 Cent movie. And Bryce said he would go. Um, I had no idea just how white he was at that point. So, uh, it, um, but he he seemed to enjoy it. But that I remember that day was very life changing because I was so depressed being in Los Angeles, and um, I didn't have a job yet. I don't think, and uh, it was just a, a mess of a time. <clears throat> Made a huge mistake by moving out there. I thought, and then and then I I think like unconsciously or not or subconsciously rather uh i felt the need to focus on something positive and it had been a right. while since i had had a uh a, a like a crush on a friend of mine and so i kind of mm-hmm. like decided that day to have a crush on bryce i i tend mm-hmm. to be very good at getting crushes on my straight but questionable male friends um <laughs> and uh and so then, like, yeah, and then, as, you know, as soon as we hung out, whatever, it just immediately took effect. And then, it, of course, it, you know, the, the feelings got uh, deeper as time went on. But there was, like, there was, a, a, like, a conscious choice, like a, or, like, a, well, like, a subconscious choice to find something to focus on that made me happy. But then there was this, like, more conscious choice of, of actually having the crush it was very odd. It wasn't um it wasn't so organic as you might think. Right. Well, I mean you you bring up a good point, you know. I think uh when you're in that kind of state of like depression or whatnot, uh well, I think in California. <laughs> or California. I you make a conscious decision to be happy. I I never even thought of that in those terms. I always thought, you know, um you don't really have a choice. It's like, you know, you're kind of built to be happy or you're built to be sad. And, you know, it's, it's your, once you're in a phase, it's very hard to get out of, but you're right. I think there's a conscious decision. And I think that takes a higher intellect and a higher uh, point in your life where you can make that decision. I don't think it's that easy. I think it's, uh, it's, you know, almost, almost have to hit rock bottom or you almost have to like have someone shake you and say, Hey, you know, you can be this way or you can be happy, you know, choose one. That's a difficult point, and I see some people can't get out of that. It's not that easy, I think. Yeah, it's, I mean, of course, those types of uh, feelings do mostly, to most people, come rather organically and stuff, but there was, that day was very significant, and it all uh, surrounded the 50-cent movie, uh, right. Get Trying to Be Wealthy on or, in New York. Or die happy, right, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I was thinking about movies recently, and I was thinking by that I really love, uh, I love this movie that came out that was based on Twelfth uh, Night, one of my favorite plays by William Shakespeare, and um, and 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 uh, it was starring Ch- Ch- uh, Chatham Tainsworth and a. Mix- <laughs> Uh, 
Well, let me, a, let me see. Let's check the date on this, you know? Okay. <laughs> Four years, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, look. June 18th, 2010, the Johnny D interview. And then oh, my God. It says the madness will be unleashed from Broadway's A Christmas Carol. Jonathan DeMar stops by to chat with host Ryan Holm. How about that? <laughs> Wow, man. Congratulations. That's an amazing <laughs> feat, seriously. Four Jesus, years. Now we gotta do we now we've missed two anniversaries. I've I've really gotta get get my uh ball uh kid on this one. No, four more years. Four more years. <laughs> four to more years. Four to more years. Four to more years. Yeah, four to more to yours. Ah. Four to more to your more to years. <laughs> My favorite thing is she's my Jimmy. <laughs> Do you know when your children not? Because it's not 12 o'clock. Yeah. She's down on the street. Just imagine how scared they are. She's a slave <laughs> to the rhythm. She's a slave to the rhythm. She's a slave to the rhythm. What you gonna do? You ain't no friend of mine. Say what you're gonna do. I'm the blue gangster, baby. Yeah, yeah it's time you love me to sing yeah. it out my life. In and out, baby. Tell yeah. me if you really love me, sing it out my life. In and out, baby. Baby. Love never feels so good. Brains, man is from the movie Best in Show, and there, it, Amanda Baines plays uh, somebody named Harlan Pepper. Uh, it, it's in the movie She's the Main as Best in Show. Have you seen this movie? I have seen this movie, yes. Phenomenal movie. Okay, well, my favorite baines I like to call Baines monologues baines <laughs> My favorite baines yeah, is... I used to be able to name every nut that there was, and it used to drive my mother crazy because she used to say, Harlan Pepper, if you don't stop naming nuts, and the joke was that we lived in Pine Nut, and I think that's what put in it in my mind at that point. So she would hear me in the other room, and she'd just start yelling. I'd say, peanut, hazelnut, cashew nut, macadamia nut, that was one that would send her into going crazy. She'd say, would you stop naming nuts? And Hubert, my dog, would <laughs> be able to make the sound. He couldn't talk, but he'd go, rawr, rawr. And that sounded like a macadamia nut, pine nut, which is a nut, but it's also the name of a town, pistachio nut, red pistachio nut, natural, all natural, white pistachio nut. And that's my favorite scene. She's Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, me too, my favorite. Uh, okay, so Weeks, uh, oh, oh, I was going to say, I really, I'm going to need to talk to you next week, but I, I just remember that you are, uh, you are out of pocket next week, right? I might be, I'm not sure, that might, that might change, so I'm just, you know, I, I will let you know, uh, Monday, uh, or earlier, because you probably need to know earlier, so I'll let you know this weekend. Okay, sounds good. Hopefully, we'll be able to, uh, to re-examine, to examine what went on 
in the bachelor party and what is yeah. going on with some changes in your life. And uh, if not next week, then the week after, we'll be back with Blazing Ride backstage, babe. Uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a Florence. Cosign a Divina. And if you have yeah, a yeah. Doll, what are you going to do with that thing? You're going to stuff that witch in a suitcase, put her on a plane to Puerto Rico, and say, she bangs, she bangs.